What is up, you lovely lurkers? What do you think about a Secret Invasion review? Ooh. Nintendo's Big Switch mm. and Rotten Tomato finally turned 25. You just be sure to tell them Large Marge sent you. Let's lurk. Scott, this was a really interesting week. As, as we start to talk about our shows... Yes. It was it was a few months ago, back six months ago, back when we were in 2022. Uh, all of these actors, these famous people, kept passing away, and we were talking about it on the show. We we're trying to pay homage to them because it was impactful to us. And I remember saying to you, maybe the show shouldn't be a eulogy for everybody who passes away, and maybe we should just not dwell on it. But this week, we had two big actors pass away. Name them for the audience. I'm going to feel real bad for not knowing the actor's name. <laughs> but it's Pee-wee from Pee-wee's Big Adventures. Okay, you can say it. in his 70s. Yeah, you and can say And the, the drug dealer dude from Euphoria. Both of them. I'm terrible with names. Don't blame me. Paul Rubens played Pee-wee Herman for many a child. And then he did some stuff that wasn't as great. And then he made his kids? comeback. Uh, he got caught masturbating in uh adult movie theater back when those were a thing hold on hold on that's that's what we canceled people for back then i'm gonna go to an adult movie theater to watch mm -hmm. adults do adult things and, you and can't i'm not even gonna get off. my rocks off he's just the only one to get caught <laughs> i mean honestly i don't know what you expect people to do in those theaters but like that should be a given Dude, that's like going to a baseball game and not sucking down glizzies every inning. <laughs> and stretching you out in the seventh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always got me standing to attention. I don't know. Okay, so the second person I am not familiar with, but my wife watched Euphoria, and there's a lot of people that are very sad about it. Obviously, it's very sad when anybody passes away, especially in the way that this person did. But did you watch the show? Do you know who they are? Yep. Angus Cloud played a, a gentleman named Fezco, who is kind of like the drug dealer of the show. He ends up being somebody that has an incredible moral compass. And Zendaya's character, especially in the beginning season, is going through this drug addiction. And Angus's character decides to push against that and say, I'm not going to deal you drugs because... oh. I care for you. I don't want you like I, I give this to bad people who I hope are doing bad things. You Dealer on the other with hand, the heart of gold. Yeah. But he was 25 years old. Yeah, and it's really sad. I think that he passed away to suicide. He did. Uh, apparently his father had passed away recently and he was mm -hmm. struggling with it, which is tough. It's this is real tough. There's many ways for you to get help if you're struggling with anything and mm -hmm. willie you're in therapy i'm looking for a new therapist right now myself it's there's somebody out there that cares about you whether you realize it or not so please if you're struggling reach out to someone somewhere I'm a terrible person. Can I just point this out? Please don't take this out of context. Don't make a weird transition. The, the entertainer in me is like, how do we segue? 
into talking about Rotten Tomatoes. Why do we got to start I just I just want to say I understand I have a filter, but what I wanted to say, what a bad person would say is... I think you need to keep going to therapy. (laughs) 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 Maybe tell your future wife about that one. Let's let's work about let's let's don't tell her. Don't tell her, Dad. (laughs) Don't. All right. Well, poor taste aside, let's talk about some other poor things like the MCU's pocketbooks after nobody (laughs) gave Secret Invasion a good score. In fact, it was the lowest rated episodes in the history of Marvel's TV series, streaming series, whatever they're calling them these days. What did you think of the series as a whole? I thought the first few episodes were not that bad. There was some interesting, gritty story being told. And then as you got to maybe the middle part of the series it's a short series what six seven episodes six episodes so the the next two episodes (laughs) but they left so many things unanswered from those episodes there was nothing that like drove the character progression and if anything they it it's like they hired all the people from dc and said you're out of a job because warner brothers fired you come over here write our tv shows because it's not good. There, like, there wasn't a cohesive message in this movie or show. A hundred percent. The hype going into this was supposed to be Captain America, Winter Soldier, gritty spy filler full of intrigue. We've got Olivia Coleman, who maybe was the best part of this entire series. I, like you, was disappointed because it just wasn't good if anything it was okay but i didn't even see like the potential to be good and maybe the opening scene in the first episode i don't know like for everything that the scrolls could be a part of or accomplish or contribute to the mcu universe as a whole we got bottom of the barrel low budget where do we go from here kind of results we got two characters that we've known from other movies get killed off because what they didn't want to pay the actors because they thought that it would move the story forward spoilers from here on out if you don't want to hear about the worst mcu show of all time (laughs) you're not missing much honestly something i guess i don't know There was an interview with Kobe Smulders before the show debuted, and she said, and I quote, this is the most in-depth I've ever gotten to go with this character since I've been in the MCU, end quote. What did they cut out? Apparently everything, because she dies in the first, like, ten minutes of the show. Uh, To be fair, to be fair, she's never been a character that has done much. So maybe the most in-depth is that she had a death, is that it had real stakes. But then fucking Nick Fury doesn't care. He just moves on. Yeah, like, oh, it's not a big deal. And then Ben Mendelsohn's character dies. And it's like, oh, you've been one of my friends for the last 30 years since the 90s. We saw Marvel. It, it didn't make any sense. It was incohesive. It moved at a very rapid pace. 
Now, yes, Nick Fury is this like cold spy and he's had to compartmentalize all his feelings. We get to see a little bit of them when he shows up and is actually married. And not only is he married, he's married to an alien who happens to be a Skrull, who happens to be and working for the other side. It, it's so odd how it kind of just progresses throughout the six episodes. But you're right. Like to see some sort of humanity to see Samuel Jackson like break down and cry and actually grieve these people would have been nice. It would have been, I don't know, a feather in. (laughs) Yeah. In Samuel Jackson's cap, he's done so many things. Why can't we see him cry? Maybe his tear ducts were destroyed by that cat thing. You've got such big names. Olivia Coleman and Kingsley Benadir, who was in, uh, so weird to see him in Barbie after I watched the finale. <laughs> I know. I think he did a fantastic job. The final scene of this show, where he's kind of screaming at Amelia Gaia. Clark playing fucking Gaia. Nick Fury. Oh god! No, so Talos' daughter. Yep. He's doing the absolute best with that acting job. I, all I was thinking was like, bro, bro, don't touch Samuel L. Jackson like that. <laughs> I don't, I don't think he likes that. I, I will admit, Samuel L. Jackson or Samuel L. Jackson did, at least with the stuff he was given. Maybe this is just a bad script, but he did have some really good redeeming scenes where he acted like as Nick Furious as he could be but yes for such a heavy cast of talented well-known well-paid actors we got table scraps and it is deserving of all the trash that it is being talked about it right now because i think number seven right after is is a she hulk episode which a lot of people probably gave some good criticism too but at the end of the day like if that was the if that was the series that people did not like this is now the new least favorite by a mile i'm ready for something bigger for something new are you ready to make a switch no i think that's nintendo's job a job that they said is definitely gonna happen by the end of next year Willie, how often do you play with your current Nintendo Switch? When I walk to Target and I walk by it, I go, I should buy one of those. (laughs) We've now had, uh, what, three iterations? We've had the original, we've had the light, and the OLED in all its various forms. We are coming out with, uh, I I don't even know if it's going to be called the Switch. It it might be called... uh, Man, they've had the Wii, the Wii U, so this will be the Switch U. <laughs> Switch U. <laughs> what was that voice? Oh no, no, they're gonna. Don't, w- <laughs> don't, don't. I'm Keep trying to be an idiot. Leave it in. I'm trying to be Leave an Italian. We're, we're gonna have the Switcheroo. That's what it's gonna be called. <laughs> no, no, it, no, it no comes. Notes. It comes with. A, a pack of Dunkaroos from the 90s. 
and they are very toxic at this point, so please don't eat them. <laughs> I think this is going to be a response, hopefully, to the Steam Deck. Have you heard of it? Have you read about it? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, The Verge had an article that was talking about uh, the Switch being its previous gen console Co- and then moving into something new. The Switch oh, yeah. U. Switcheroo. Um, We're calling it the Switch. Yeah. But but they're saying that it's meant to compete with Xbox's new console, uh, with the PS5, with the Steam Deck. I have a coworker that has a Steam Deck, and every time I look at that thing, I'm like, just get a computer. It is what a computer. Doing? We just got one for my nephew for his birthday. Did you? He loves it. He absolutely loves it. Uh, he wanted a gaming computer or a gaming PC, and I said, why? <laughs> he didn't have a good answer. He's 14. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. I was like, hey, what if I could give you all of this gaming power in something the size of a Switch, a relative size of the Switch? So you could kind of take it on road trips and whatnot. And he's like, okay, because he's 14. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I guess. Thanks. Thanks, Uncle Scott. Love you, Dylan. Anyway, he opened it up and he was like, wow, this is really cool. This is bigger than I was expecting. Like, and I was like, can I just, you know, maybe take a look at it real quick? Because <laughs> I don't own one. Um, Let me just check to see if it has batteries in it. I, <laughs> I held it for maybe 30 seconds, and I was like, I should get one of these. <laughs> it's that That's cool. about as long as it takes me when I'm holding it, too. Yeah. <laughs> you should get one of those, Willie. <laughs> uh, the, the thing is that PlayStation has also announced they are working on some sort of Switch competitor or steam deck competitor where and i kid you not it's a big screen like a seven inch eight inch screen with a dual shock controller split in half and kind of like glued to the sides i know what it's called what's it called it's called the ps vita please (laughs) it's called the ps vita plus (laughs) that you can subscribe to only (laughs) ps pita PSP Everything's that. inside. <laughs> uh, I could really go for a pita right now. A nice euro. Tatsiki. Mm. And tomatoes. Mm. Fresh ones, though. Not rotten. Like our good friends over at the website celebrating its 25th anniversary. We have You're celebrated with them. Oh, yeah. We go way back. 25 what? years. <laughs> what the hell? You're the one who said I was the smartest one. I never said Willie was my smartest friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 God. I've met Chris and Vince. Vince? Yeah. Jason. His name is Jason. Thank you. <laughs> oh, God. This is going to be the one episode he chooses to listen to. <laughs> the fuck man we've hung out so many times (laughs) oh man so thank you rotten tomatoes for being the the review site that you are you have influenced me to both see and skip many films (laughs) because uh i remember being younger before rotten tomatoes existed and you would just be like oh this trailer looks cool i'm gonna go see it and you'd walk out and be like, that's two and a half hours of my life. I'm never getting back. Why did I pay $8 for this? 
Do you remember how many times you'd have to just walk out of a theater and be like, that movie was trash? Yeah, a lot. It's like back in the day. I'm so sorry for everyone who is young. <laughs> but when you would buy a CD and there'd maybe be like two songs that were good. And you'd be like, why did I pay $20 for this? So yeah, thank uh, you for that. It was a tough time. It was a real tough time. They've got two lists on here that I want to do a quick little review for. They've got their critics picking the best TV shows and the best movies of the last 25 years. We're going to go through 10, and I'm not going to make this real long. It's going to be quick because it's going to be, this is what they say their top 10 are. Do you agree? And let's start with your top 10 TV shows over the last 25 years. Number 10. Rotten Tomatoes says... Number 10 is Six Feet Under number with 81%. Number 9, Lost with 86%. Number 8, Twin Peaks with 94%. Number 7, with a lower score of Rotten Tomatoes, Game of Thrones at 88%. Number 6, something called The Leftovers at 91%. Number 5, Succession. At 95%. Number four, Mad Men, 94%. Number three, The Wire. You guys should have picked me in subjective. Honestly, it was right there. (laughs) At 94%. Number two, The Sopranos at 92%. And number one, Breaking Bad, 96%. Fresh. So, out of all of those things that I just read, here's what didn't make it. At 11, Uh, 12, and 13... Fleabag, Ted Lasso, and Better Call Saul. Which all of those, I think, are shows that you like, right? Uh, yeah. But what about number 17, Stranger Things? Easily in my top 10. Easily in my top 10. E- even more so than that, uh, there's a lot of, of shows that I think they didn't have the same, like, cultural smackdown but to me, they have bigger implications. Yeah. The West Wing being 20th and the and number office. 19. Yeah. The office at 19. Which all this means is that I have to go back and watch whatever the leftover is. <laughs> uh, I certainly eat them all the time. But this has got Justin Theroux, Amy Brenneman, Christopher Eccleston, and Chris Zilka. Directed by Damon Lindelof. So a lost connection there. I probably would like it. One of the things that everybody at work says you have to watch this show. And it's something that uh, as I look through this list of 25, it's one of the highest rated Atlanta. Oh, I it is on my list of shows to watch as well. Donald Glover, Brian Tyree Henry, Zazie Beats, all of those people. I like them in other things. So why would I not like them in this show? And it's I don't, got a I don't 90, like their list. I think their list is shit. 98% fresh, which beats every single show in their top 10. It makes no sense. What is your Rotten Tomatoes score for Rotten Tomatoes top 25 TV shows? Uh, uh, I'm going to give it a 76. 69. <laughs> keeping it real their critics now have picked the best 
movies of the last 25 years. Once again, they have 25 on this list. We will be going through the top 10. Number 10, The Social Network, 96%. The Matrix at number 9, 83%. Pan's Labyrinth at 95%. Spirited Away at number 7 with 96%. In the Mood for Love, 92%. Portrait of a Lady on Fire, 97%. Your number four, The Dark Knight, 94%. At number three, Mulholland Drive at 83%. Number two, Parasite at 99%. And your number one movie in the last 25 years, Mad Max Fury Road at 97%. Whatever drugs these critics are on, I want some. Because that is quite the list, to say it nicely. Here's what didn't make it. No Country for Old Men. There Will Be Blood. Everything, everywhere, all at once. The, the Lord of the Rings. Say it, say it like you were gonna say it. The fucking the Lord fucking of the Lord Rings. of the Rings. <laughs> Inglorious Bastards. Uh they did have Black Panther on here, number twenty-four. No, Scott, they missed in the top ten a movie that I haven't seen, and we have to see it. We have to watch this movie. Paddington, Paddington two. two, yes, it's at ninety nine percent fresh. Ninety nine, I'm I'm not joking. It's become a meme that I, I like. I don't want to watch the movie, but everybody <laughs> says it is the best movie they've ever seen. How is that possible? We have to watch the first one, and then we can watch the second one. Even though the okay. first one didn't make the top twenty five. <laughs> seriously, we want it to make sense. It's got to make sense. The Dark Knight was my top movie for the longest time. It, it, cinematic masterpiece. Crushes Oppenheimer. <laughs> for sure. Absolutely for sure. destroys it. Every part of that movie makes sense, and there isn't an hour soliloquy about what happens to the Joker at the end. Although there should have been. What is in the mood for love? Things, Scott, is... is Every day of the week. That's right. That's right. It's from 2000. And I was just <laughs> graduating high school. At the time, back, so I... back when he could still do it every day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, maybe it's only got a 92. I don't know how, how they did this. If I was going back and making this list, No Country and There Will Be Blood would replace Mood and Portrait of a Lady on Fire. I really I enjoyed the them. movie Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, I would so probably good. remove it from this list because of the subtitles. No, no, I, I, I can, can't read. On, when that movie came out, I fully understood it with no subtitles on. You fuck. I would put everything, everywhere, all at once in the top ten movies of all time. Same, one hundred percent. I would replace Small Hall and Drive and put everything, everywhere, all at once at number three. There's a movie that's not on this list that I would 100% put in my top 10, and that's Saving Private Ryan. Ooh. When did it come out? Oh, probably not in the last 25 years. As son is of it, a bitch. Is it older? It might be. Scott, can you pick a movie on this list? You pick one. I pick one. We're going to watch it for our review next week. 
I feel like because it got such a high rating that it should be the one I watch. So I'm going to choose Parasite. Son of a bitch. I'm going to watch <laughs> Parasite too. Next Fine. week, these idiots review Parasite. Okay. Otherwise, you can watch that one. And oh, I don't want to watch that one. It's scary. <laughs> I've been meaning to watch this one for a very long time. Seen lots of clips online. I'm gonna watch Whiplash. Oh, I I've I've seen that movie. It's amazing. I yeah. will watch that movie as well. So next week, we're gonna review Parasite and Whiplash. Oh, we're watching Rotten both. Tomatoes okay. top twenty-five of all time. Oh gosh, in the twenty-five years. Oh, so much to do. So much to say. You know what? Maybe we shouldn't say anymore. Let's just stop it right there. We're going to give you a chance to tell us. Did you agree with this list? Did you hate it? What did you think of all these movies and shows? And that's our show, you lovely lurkers. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this week. Please rate and review wherever you lurk. I know I do, and I'm pretty sure Willie does as well. Appreciate you lurker and all of your love so let's remember be kind to one another out there and we'll see you next week <laughs>